you know what, fucking God, look at this. <laughs> Takes off his pants. He's like, how the fuck can you make me save the entire human race and then give me this little dick? <laughs> fuck you, God. And he starts humping the air. And <laughs> you have a very active imagination. I, I like where I live. <laughs> Hello, heathens, and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with your host, Godless Engineer, and Caitlin. Now, let's get into the Bible. All right, welcome, guys. Uh, we are on day three of the Daily Bible Podcast. Uh, Caitlin, are you ready to get into this? I'm ready. I'm excited about this one. This is going to be a good episode, and here's why. Because we're going to talk about mankind's degeneration into wickedness. We're going to talk about the flood where God destroys the entire earth and everything on it, except for Noah and his family and, you know, all the animals and shit. Um, and then we're going to talk about uh, after the flood, God's covenant with humanity um, and with the earth. And um, we're going to talk about um, Ham. Mm-hmm. And uh, and how and how he likes to look at his daddy's wiener. Oh yeah, not like Ken Ham because uh, you know when we started off, I was like, oh, so we're gonna basically disprove why Ken Ham needed eighteen million dollars of Kentuckians' money in order to build a fictitious art that couldn't have happened. I don't know. I think Ken Ham also likes wiener, and that's why he's so. Uh... <laughs> 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 All right, minute in, gay joke. <laughs> uh, but guys, I really want to uh, hear what you guys have to think uh, about Noah, the flood, degeneration of man. I want I want to hear what you think about. All of this, especially as it relates to the Ark Park or whatever in in Kentucky. So leave those comments down below. We would love to to interact with you guys over that. Also, I want to let you all know that once a month, we're going to be doing like a um, a special episode where we do uh, where we address comments. We address your comments and um, different things that you say and your your feedback. So if we say something wrong, let us know if if uh, you like something that we said or you have an additional question about what we said, leave it there. Let us know and we, we will have a comments episode where we'll address those things and talk about some more stuff and maybe expand on some things that we kind of, you know, brushed over a little bit. So I'm looking forward to doing those and those will be once a month. We'll let you know beforehand, but the best way to get on on it is to ask really interesting questions. Uh, but before we make this too long... Let's get into it. So first off, we've got the degeneration of man, right? Yeah, mankind's degeneration into wickedness. Okay. Okay. So when uh, now this is this is Genesis chapter six. So let's start out with that because I'm a professional. Um, when <laughs> when man began to increase in number on the earth, and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw the daughters of men were beautiful, and they married any of them they chose. Now, that's the that's the first and second verse of Genesis chapter 6. If you skip down to 4, they talk about who the sons of God were. The sons of God were um, the angels, right? Right. The I, fallen angels. You know, honest, uh, actually, this plays into a bunch of Jewish lore that I know concerning the uh, myth of uh, Jesus, like Jesus Christ being a myth. 
Um, <clears throat> and how it plays in there is that these sons and daughters, or, or these sons of God, sorry, <laughs> uh, the sons of God uh, are, are, are angels. And in Jewish lore, there's actually a Jesus Christ figure that's an angel that God creates at the beginning of the universe. And so this is one of the key things that plays into the whole idea that Jesus was a, a crafted myth by Jews of the first century because they were expecting him to come down. And since there's already a Jesus Christ figure in the lore, it, 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 that's, that's kind of where it, it leads off at. Um, where a lot of mythology goes. But I don't want to get too much into that. <laughs> well, and it's interesting because um, in the lore, the angels, they all have different jobs throughout the universe. Okay. The angels, they, it's, a, it's, a, it's quite a story, but the angels end up rebelling. They riot and they are cast out of heaven, which is not all of them, but some of them are cast out of heaven, which is why you have these fallen angels on earth. Okay. Well, so the angels, Mating with the daughters of men create a new type of people, sort of superhuman kind of people called Nephilim. Wait, Nephilim or Superman? No, not Superman. They're just they're they're generally described as giant. Um, they have basically superhuman abilities. Oh, so you mean like Hulk? <laughs> sure, sure, like Hulk. The Nephilim are like Hulk. God damn! Can you just <laughs> can you imagine like like those 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 fucking Hulk people must have just burst out of the vagina and just tore that to shit? You know, it's like there's no way I'm going back in there. That's that's more than a hot dog down the hallway at this point. <laughs> well, so I don't really know how the daughters of men gave birth to these Nephilim. Um, if you've no, seen, you see, they don't give birth; they explode out, kind of like <laughs> alien species. Okay, well, however that works out, I don't know. The Bible doesn't really say, but or maybe like the Kool Aid Man. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's like out of the pussy. That would be ridiculous, <laughs> completely ridiculous. Okay, so apparently the Nephilim—they were huge and violent creatures. Okay, and and they were a superhuman type of race. Well, now these Nephilim exist on Earth, and they're creating problems. Okay, with with humanity. Okay, so basically God saw what was happening on Earth, and He saw that mankind was degenerating into wickedness. Um, in Genesis chapter six, five verses five through eight, it says the Lord saw how great man's wickedness on earth had become and that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. The Lord was grieved that he had made man on the earth and his heart was filled with pain. So he decided to wipe the earth clean of mankind, which is how the flood. He, he decided that's how he decided to kill everything. Let the record show that Casey just backhanded my mic. <laughs> it was an accident. <laughs> yeah, God feels like the human race is an accident at this point, too. <laughs> like, I really should have boarded you guys sooner. <laughs> well, so it's interesting. Um, one story that Christians tell about this is that humanity degenerated because it was tainted with sin, which created evil, violence, greed, and, you know, all the bad things that are going on on Earth. But according to several different stories in the Bible, there are stories in Hebrews, Daniel, Genesis, Romans, Colossians, Peter. There's stories all over the Bible about this. Evil didn't start with humans or with the serpent in the Garden of Eden. Um, it started with the angels. Oh, the goddamn angels fucking our shit up. <laughs> 
See, it's not even our fault, people. All this original sin they're spreading around. They're like, I don't want that STD. You take it out of here. I got penicillin. Well, original sin was us. Original oh, what the sin. Fuck? Original sin was us. Evil. This is hipster sin, then. No, is that what is, that is? That's no. hipster. That's hipster. That's hipster sin. Is what that is. <laughs> it was. It was. It was sin before sin was cool. Is what it was. Well, <laughs> I like how I leave you speechless with just no, I don't even random know shit. State all of it. <laughs> you don't say anything. You just go on yet, like okay. I'm an idiot. Oh, okay. All right. So. The angels brought the sin and one of the fallen angels, which I sort of mentioned earlier, the angels revolted and they fell to earth. One of those angels was Lucifer. All right. So the angels brought evil to the earth. Um, Some of the stories say that the angels who were basically in charge of the universe were really shitty at their jobs. So they, you know, they come down here and they act like the big bosses and they they bring all of this destruction. Um, some say that when they revolted, they degenerated the gene pool by mating with women, creating the Nephilim, which we already talked about. Um, some say, which this is completely crazy. This is actually in the Bible that it was the law of thermodynamics from their fall to earth and the radioactive decay that it created. Um, okay. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see how they could really accurately measure the radioactive decay of fucking angels. Falling to goddamn earth or the thermodynamics of a fucking angel falling to earth. You know what's funny is they actually kind of address radioactive decay from um, the angel's light on earth in Supernatural. Oh, oh, in Supernatural, the TV show. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, next time we should reference Supernatural when we're looking up angel shit in the Bible. (laughs) I'm just saying, there's actually a lot of real biblical shit in the show Supernatural. It's pretty cool. Well, when they added God into it and the angels and everything like that, I mean, which, I mean, you you knew that that had to come, but, I mean, of course they would have a bunch of Bible lore in there. It was, I mean, it's pretty interesting that some of that stuff is actually real. You don't, you don't realize. Um, And then others say that, it's because men ate meat and didn't follow God's rules and things like that. So, so there are other stories that say that man, this evil came from man. So it's just, there's different stories throughout the Bible. As we all kind of know, there's a few things in the Bible that don't exactly measure up. But, but now listen, if, 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 if you ask any, any self-respect and GOP person, and and all around idiot they will most definitely tell you that it's because of gays and abortion and all that (laughs) that evil exists and we're paying for it now with well global warming but it's not our fault the global warming yeah well whatever it was creation was ruined and that shit had to go fucking angels god damn you people (laughs) and every see when you grow up and you're a kid and you're in church angels are all like good uh, you and don't every realize... time a bell rings an angel gets its wings yeah you, you don't know? you don't realize they're like hipster evil fucks <laughs> well like the coming ones that... down here with their little glasses that don't have any lenses in them <laughs> we know you don't have lenses in them they're hipster angel <laughs> well we know it was the bad angels that fell to earth the good angels were up there so it's fine um that just means they had leather jackets and eyeglasses without lenses <laughs> so one of it's actually interesting um One other thing about the Nephilim that's pretty interesting is that apparently when the flood happened, um, God retained some disembodied spirits of the Nephilim to remain after the flood as demons, which uh, God planned to 
used to lead the human race astray um, until the final judgment. So basically, he's God is putting these demons here to basically fuck up the humanity that he's going to leave on earth. I don't know. Makes no sense. This is in, just so you know, this is not in the King James Bible. This isn't in the Christian Bible, actually. This is in the Book of Jubilees, which is sometimes called the Lesser Genesis. And and what the Book of Jubilees does is, it, well, it's a Jewish manuscript that claims to present the history and events of the world as revealed to Moses on Mount Sinai. So it's not included in the Christian canon, but it is a Jewish transcript that uh, okay. talks about okay talks so about so basically god wanted to he's going to kill everybody because they were led astray and then he's going to leave fucks behind in order to <laughs> lead the lead the people astray again yes so that he you know it just seems to me like god just likes killing motherfuckers don't you don't you think yeah it's a total dick move I mean, it's like, I'm going to leave you down there so I can do this again. I mean, it's just like an insurance policy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have a good time here in a few millennia. (laughs) This is after I send my son down to die for me. You know, I mean. Well, this was before. This was before. Well, yeah, I know. But he left them there as demons so that later on he can kill the fuck out of them. He's got to kill his son first, though. Well, yeah, so he he leaves them there so that they will lead the human race astray because you have to get to the point of revelation. So we've got we've got this story. And one of the things that lead humanity astray is the Nephilim spirit demon things that are left on Earth. (laughs) The Nephilim spirit thingies. They created thermodynamics when when (laughs) crashing into the to the flat Earth. And cause radioactive decay, and that's why we have Donald Trump. <laughs> maybe, maybe so. His skin kind of looks radioactive. Yeah, you think. Okay, yeah. so what's what's next? Okay, well, so we kind of skipped over Genesis six, cha- uh, chapter six, verse three, because it just made more sense to talk about all that shit together. So Genesis six three says, "Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with man forever, for he is mortal." His days will be 120 years. Now, at first, I thought that this was like a maximum lifespan of of humans from from here forward. But that's not what this is. What this is, um, is God's warning to humanity of the impending destruction. So the humanity gets from Noah. God God tells Noah um, that this is coming 120 years prior. Okay. I'm glad he gave him enough time to build that big fucking boat. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, Like, you got 120 years, Noah. Don't fuck this up now. You, it's not like an exam. You can't just study for it at the last minute. You got to be doing it the entire fucking time. You understand me? <laughs> I know how you like to hit that great alcohol juice. <laughs> well, not not now. Not during the flood stuff. Just after. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, so 120 years. We got 120 years to get our shit together. Yes. Then what happens? Then it starts to rain. <gasps> okay. God, rain. It's but, never done that before. <laughs> but there's a lot of preparation between now and rain, right? Oh, so like preparation H is what you need. No, well, God's about to fuck him in the ass. Okay? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> preparation <laughs> Wait, H. Is 15 that- minutes. 15 minutes to last, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're doing better. We did pretty good, right? <laughs> All right, so in the devotional set or the what is this fucking thing called? In the de- 
in the devotional insight section before this next section, which talks about Noah and the flood, it talks about how high the waters will be. Okay. So we all know it's going to rain for 40 days and 40 nights of constant rain. Also, one thing that is interesting is it doesn't only rain. Water comes up from the ground too. So you've got all of this water coming from below. You've got all this water coming from above. You've got all kinds of shit going on. Well, so, so, so basically Mother Earth is a gusher. Yeah. <laughs> God fucked her hard and she just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's some porn out there for that. I just know it. <laughs> there is, that's, isn't that a rule of the internet if rule it's out 34. there there's porn? Yeah. I, I don't know all these internets things that you kids, you know. If you find the porn, link it down below. I won't tell anybody. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so apparently the waters will cover the earth more than 20 feet above the highest mountain. All right, so Mount Everest is 29,000 feet. Twenty-nine. If I remember correctly, it's 29,029 feet. Yes, that's correct. All right, so at 29,049 feet is is how high the water sits atop the earth. Yes, all the way around the earth or on top of the flat earth or whatever held in by fuck knows what. Anyway, yes. Right, okay. 29,049 feet high. Wow. I mean, that results into into some crazy math here, and I did run the numbers pretty quick. Um, You you guys didn't notice because we cut that part out. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But uh, there would have to be about 7.98 times 10 to the 19th cubic feet of water on top of what is what was already on the Earth. That's a lot of water. For anybody who doesn't know how many how many cubic feet that that is, or the word to use for for 22 fucking digits and 19 zeros, that's 7.98 duo vigintillion cubic feet of water. That's a real word. Real word. You can check it out on on whatever dictionary.com. <laughs> you can just Google it. It's fine. It's right, I swear. Okay, well, you, you know, one cubic foot of water is 62.4 pounds. I mean, that's going to end up being a shit ton of water. Yeah. I mean, I'd, uh, that's you, like... You want another cool math word? Yeah. That would be two, nearly, nearly two and a half quadra gentillion tons that's 40 zeros what the fuck 40 fucking zeros god damn you know what if you ever wanted a precise measurement for fuck ton i would say (laughs) 2.5 quadragon gentillion quadragentillion what the fuck ever it's a dragon number It's a fuck ton. A fuck, fuck ton, ton of fucking water, fuck right? Fuck ton is 2.5 quadragentillion. Did I get it right? Yes. I got it. I got the math word right. I can do all this math. I can't say this shit right, though. So, yeah, that's a lot of water. Fuck me. So, <laughs> so it's interesting because there's no indication of where all that water came from other than from the sky and the right. ground. That's not possible. It's not possible for that amount of water. First of all, we all know water comes from the sky because it's evaporated from the earth and falls back to the earth from clouds. All right. So it's water that's already on the earth. You can't just make more water. Right. Well, and, uh, you know, the the actual amount of water that is here on the earth is is such a negligible amount that if you were to subtract it from what was added during the flood, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. 
Yeah. Like it's ninety nine point zero 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 negligible. Yeah. Kind of fucking numbers here. Well, yeah, that, because it's going to cover all the land. It's going to be, I mean, 29,049 feet high. And that measure is above sea, above seawater. That's, that's, that's your, you know, when you, um, sea level, not seawater, sea level. So that's what that measurement is from, sea level to the top of the mountain plus 20 feet. Right. Right. So you've got all the water that's already on the planet below sea level and then all that shit above. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy how much water. And that shit didn't come from nowhere. It didn't it didn't happen. It's just shit's crazy. Well, you you know what I think happened and roll with me on this, okay? Okay. Basically there's an alien ship coming by that was <laughs> that was towing alien. a potable water thing because they were building a super highway on fucking Venus or something. Right, uh-huh. and they were, you know, those potable water trucks that they use for like yes. washing. Yeah, that's what they were carrying. And then all of a sudden, like one of them, I don't know, maybe one was fucking the other on the controls. They just knocked it out, and like the fucking water just hit the earth. And it's like, oh, I guess God flooded shit. And then you know they realized what they did wrong. It, it took them about a year Earth time to figure it out. But you know they came <laughs> back and they they scooped it all up. I mean that's the only logical explanation here. Uh-huh. Aliens. Zenu, he came through and he was like, ah, I fuck shit up. Are these more alternative facts or is this just crazy shit? Oh, this is for sure alternative facts. You can take it to the bank. I mean, to answer, answer science tests like this and you will get an A and just put hashtag alternative facts on there. You'll be good. I, I have a, a follow-up question. Um, shoot. Um, where do you bank? Because... <laughs> <laughs> If you can withdraw all this shit, I want to know. I just want to know where you bank. Because <laughs> I'd like to open an account, please. <laughs> it's called the Bank of God, okay? okay. All, right. all right. So do Okay, so do we want to go into the instructions for the Ark? No, well, I think everybody pretty much knows the instructions for the Ark. I mean, God was sent up there and was like, Hey, Noah, build a boat. I want you to build it so-and-so feet long, high, everything like that. I mean, if we if we really wanted to 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 know anything like that, I mean, we could just go to the Ark Encounter. Okay, well, so let's do a quick recap. Okay. All right, we don't have to go into all the precise measurements and everything, um, but we know that he built the boat to God's specifications, right, as God told him to. And the popular story is that two of all the living creatures, a male and a female of all the living creatures on Earth, came to the ark they all came to the ark themselves god apparently told them to come and um they were loaded up on the ship and basically that's it but that's not exactly how it goes so in genesis chapter 6 17 through 21 he talks god talks about um establishing the covenant with noah that he'll enter the ark and and the sons and the son's wives and his wife and two of all the living creatures male and female on on the ark. Well, then once Genesis chapter seven comes along and it, we have God's final instructions for what to do. Um, his, his final, final instructions. He like, had to change some shit around. He was like, Oh fuck. I didn't engineer this right guys. Hold like, on a second. We're getting 1.1 1. 1 
the one this is this is arc 1.0 now we got arc 1.1 update coming to you <laughs> you just need to download it go to the <laughs> itunes store be like download plans and you're good yeah but you got to restart that bitch before you can get it to oh, work fuck. i know right such a pain in the ass turn it <laughs> off turn it back on it's an it thing who knows um but anyway so in god's last instructions and this is genesis uh chapter 7 verses 1 through 5 the Lord said to Noah, go unto the ark, you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous in this generation. Take with you seven of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate, and two of every kind of unclean animal, a male and its mate. Also, seven of every kind of bird, male and female. Um, and he'll wipe everything else from the face of the earth. Okay, so... <sighs> First of all, we don't really know what the definition of seven is because seven could be there. First of all, a male and its mate, seven, that that doesn't, that would be eight or six. You can't have. Well, I think, I think, I think one's a floater. <laughs> she just floats from like male to male going behind the other bird's backs Sounds or like animal's backs, whatever. So you got a hoe in a every hoe. kind of animal, every kind of clean that, animal, every kind of clean animal. You got a hoe. Well, doesn't every neighborhood have a hoe? I mean, I guess yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to any hoes out there. We love you. <laughs> and so these instructions come seven days before, seven days before the rain start. Well, so uh, I can't, I can't help but to to remark on the numerology of all this shit. I know. Seven days before he tells uh, he tells him he needs seven of each animal of this one particular type. Oh, he's just waiting for that third seven to roll out there and be like, <laughs> ah, Yahtzee! <laughs> well, so it's it, it it. I mean, it doesn't really matter how many days. To be honest, all the animals are coming to Noah, so it's not like he has to do anything else. Mm -hmm. But here's the deal. There's a distinction between how many clean and how many unclean animals. Well, so in Leviticus, which we're going to get to and it's going to be a whole bunch of fun. In Leviticus, God defines what clean and unclean animals are. And clean and unclean is determined by what is suitable to eat. It has to do with hooves and do they chew cud and all kinds of ridiculous things. You can't eat uh, shellfish. and is, is cud like dip? Cause I mean, cut is like um, cut is like grass, right? Like hay, kind of dip. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be dip. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not a farmer. I'm not a farmer, so I don't really know exactly what cut is. Somebody in the comments, tell us what cut is and how awesome it is. Um, but Noah lived before Leviticus law was written. Okay, so. We don't really know how Noah knew what was clean and unclean, and Genesis doesn't say how he knew it, but clearly he knew the difference because he followed, it says right here, and Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. Uh, well, you know, I know that there's a display on the Ark Encounter that has like uh, has like birds with seven, mm -hmm. uh, seven of each, so you know birds got to be. So definitely they had bats on there, enough for Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> to have a good snack. They did. They had bats. And bats at that time were considered birds, even though they aren't. They're flying mammals. Everybody knows that. Um, but so it's interesting because at the time of Noah, there were approximately 1.2 million living species on the planet. Oh, wait. But hold on. You're saying at the time of Noah? Yeah. I mean, did... Aren't there 1.2 million species now? No. It just seems well, seems to me like, you know, what was back then would definitely be what what is right now. No. No? No. Oh, okay. Some fucking book, God. Well, so you have to account for species that have gone extinct. And you have to account for new species that we have found. 
And this doesn't even count like well, yeah, but this doesn't those... even count fish and shit that doesn't have anything to do with what goes on the ark. Okay. Well, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't those animals like even though we didn't know that they existed back then, I mean, wouldn't they have already existed? Well, they would have already existed. Right. In order for them to still exist now. We're thinking way too deep into this whole Noah shit. Yeah, let's I let's move on. Okay, so <laughs> the ark quick measurement the ark was 450 feet long all right the largest dinosaur is the titanosaur it's 130 feet long and 66 feet tall there just wasn't room on the ark for all the animals even if there weren't dinosaurs even if there weren't any dinosaurs at all mm-hmm. dinosaurs never existed the whole the whole pictures of ken ham riding the dinosaur jesus riding the dinosaur shoe you're fucking up my story kind of shit assume dinosaurs aren't even a thing Fine, we won't even go there. Based on biblical measurements, the ark would have contained 1,518,750 cubic feet of space, which would have had to include living space for Noah and his family and the massive amount of storage space you'd need because you would totally need storage space for like Noah's family's food, water, supplies, food for the animals. You know, you you it, basically everything they were ever going to need for however long the earth was it was going to rain and the earth was going to be flooded. Right. Okay. So if you conservatively allow for thirty percent of the ark space for living quarters and storage, that leaves just over a million cubic feet for approximately four million animals. And we're counting four million because of the seven of the unclean and the all. So that's how we're getting the around four million number. That's 0.275 cubic feet per animal. Okay, for any of you who aren't mathy, a cubic foot is like a box that's one foot wide, one foot long, and one foot high. 0.275 of that. All right, so basically a quarter of that box, right? So we're dealing with is about a quarter of the box. So, so just to kind of give you an idea about this there, Casey, um, uh, let's take a zebra, for example, a medium-sized horse-like animal. Okay. It needs about 77 cubic feet for a brief journey from capture to quarantine. And, and then, it, but but then you got to go to like hippopotamus and shit or a small elephant. And, and they require a bit more, like something like 214 cubic feet. And so all of these animals individually would would have... Uh, essentially a quarter of a cubic foot of space to live for I, a I, year. I'm no, I, no, I, I'm no scientismist. Well, I mean, I do have a PhD in it, but you know, <laughs> I don't mean nothing, but I don't think you can fit a hippopotamus inside a quarter of a one foot by one foot by one foot box. Now that it just might be me, but even the <laughs> fucking baby hippopotamus isn't going to fucking fit in there. Right. No, it's never going to happen. That's not a thing. No. So, Basically, all of this is just to summarize, there's not enough fucking room. There's just not enough fucking room on the Ark for all of this shit. Well, one thing I'd like to emphasize as far as with uh, Ken Ham goes is that he suggests that, you know, families, uh, like as far as in, in the specification of animals all the way down to species, you have a family that's right above species, Right. He suggests that it's like there's a, a proto-animal for each family that Noah took on the ark, and then they, you know, basically evolved from that proto-animal. So what you'd end up having here, right, 
is like, let's say you got a a, a nice medium sized house cat, like <laughs> bigger bigger than the house cats we have now, right? Medium sized house cat or medium sized cat or whatnot. It doesn't look like anything that we have now, but he took it onto the ark. Okay. And then after the flood, you know, subsided and everything, and and the cat went out there to be a dick like all cats are. <laughs> I love cats. <laughs> <laughs> cats are satan but apparently that cat fucked the other mate cat so much that it turned into a goddamn tiger you, you can't turn into another species by fucking a lot well i can't i can't turn into oh let's be careful about what what animal we pick i can't turn into a giraffe just because i fuck a lot <laughs> wait no it wouldn't be a giraffe okay i can't turn into a gorilla just because i fuck a lot this is the same family, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it's the same general area. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the family genus and everything like that. I'm just saying you can't turn into something else. Entirely something else. I mean, a cat, a house cat and a tiger can't breed. No, but but also you can't like breed a house cat into a tiger. No. So, you know. Just, just saying there. I mean, even if, even if Ken Ham talks about these proto animals, sure, evolution can change some things, but you can't, you can't, <laughs> you just can't get a tiger from a fucking house cat. Well, no, and and just to specify here, we're not trying to say that that one species can't quote unquote turn into another species. We're talking about drastic like speciation here mm-hmm. is what we're talking about. We're not talking about the gradual evolution. Like of of some kind of proto uh, feline cat into the different kind of species because uh, because that's how it happened. There was a proto feline thing that evolved over millions and millions of years. Yes, but right? this was like five thousand years ago. I know that's the that's the point that I'm making here is that it's drastic evolution. It's like drastic speciation rather than it, it gradually happening over a long period of time where you know cat like house cats and tigers had like a common ancestor way, 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 way back in the day. Well, that's why they're in the same family. Right. You know, they're in the same family. They all, yes, they all have similar genetic, you know, markers. They have similar DNA that, but, but over a period of 5,000 years, you can't just start with a proto couple and then have all of the different kinds of that type of animal that there are now. That's just not possible. Right. And that doesn't even, that doesn't even account for when they get off of the ark and all of the animals disperse or when the animals, even when the animals were coming to the ark, there's no kind of migration patterns for all of the animals all over the earth coming to one point and leaving one point and going back to wherever the fuck they came from. Right. A famous example is uh, kangaroos. Uh, by the time the ark landed, uh, you know, where, where, how did kangaroos get back to Australia? Penguins. They're only, they're only found in Australia. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's just completely ridiculous. Yeah. The whole thing is completely ridiculous. All right. So what's next? Okay. So late in Genesis chapter seven and through Genesis chapter eight, um, it goes through the days on the ark. Okay. It goes through what happened. Um, basically the waters, it rained, it rained, we know it rained for 40 days and 40 nights and the, it, it rained and the, the water rose from the ground. Okay. Um, and the waters start to recede in 150 days. 
Okay, so in the end of chap Genesis chapter 7 and 8, it says the water receded steadily from the earth. At the end of the 150 days, the water had gone down and on the 17th day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest on the mountain of Ararat. Okay, so... It's um, kind of like that car that's in that tree, like in Australia or something. <laughs> right? There's a big-ass boat on the top of a mountain. Um, and we don't know where the water receded to. Again, you know, where did all the water come from? Where did all the water go? It had to go somewhere. It didn't just fall off the fucking earth. Aliens. That's all I'm saying. So the aliens, they crashed their, what's it called? Spaceship? The water thing. Oh, the potable water jug. The potable thing. water jug. So the aliens accidentally dumped their potable water jug. Did they come and suck it back up? Uh, oh, 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 yeah. I'm fairly certain the the whatever alien that the <laughs> other alien was fucking could, could, could suck the chrome off of a bumper. Why is it always about fucking with you? I like fucking. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so once they hit the mountain, right, um... They start to send out birds to see if there's somewhere where they can live. Okay. Um, the waters continue to recede. They send out the birds. Um, some of them come back. Some of them don't come back. Um, but eventually, eventually, they send out a dove. And it comes back with an olive branch in its mouth. So they know that there is... Pl there's a place to live because there are olive trees growing somewhere. Where, why, why, as far as I remember, olive trees can't live underneath water for no 150 goddamn days or whatever. Well, for a year. For yeah, for a whole. Sorry, yeah, for a whole fucking year. Like I, I don't think I don't think there's any plant out there can, that can survive underwater that long, let alone an olive tree or what the fuck ever. Well, water plants, but not land plants. Well, right. Yeah, so I mean, all the land plants, and that's one of the interesting things is because um, one of the other things besides animals that Noah was instructed to bring on the ark was seeds of all kinds, of all the plants on everywhere, he was supposed to bring seeds and branches and things that he could, so they could replant the earth. So I don't know where this fucking olive tree comes from. One of the, did God, you know, with the lightning and the, and there's an olive tree. Yeah, he probably blinked and it like sprouted up. I mean, that guy's magical. As fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so they get off of the ship, ship, ark. <laughs> they get off of the ark and Noah built an altar to the Lord. This is in Genesis chapter 8, verse 20. Noah built an altar to the Lord and taking some of all of the clean animals and clean birds, he sacrificed burnt offerings on it. So so basically, he just went on a killing spree of animals and just burnt them? No good reason? I Well, it's a sacrifice to God for saving them. Oh yeah, because God loves the savoring smell of burning flesh in the morning. He's, I a, blood, he's a blood god. Obviously. You have made videos about him being a blood god before. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a blood god. They're good. Y'all should check them out on YouTube. They're really good. Um, <laughs> so God smells the pleasing aroma of the blood sacrifice. You gotta love those those heavenly nostrils that he has. I mean, they can <laughs> smell out anything anywhere. I just I feel sorry for him whenever Noah takes a shit. And he said. 
Never again will I curse the ground because of man, even though every inclination of his heart is evil from childhood. And never again will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. So so you mean to tell me that this motherfucker was like, oh, I'm so disdained or whatever. Like, I'm so remorseful. Distraught. Distraught. I'm so distraught over the fact that I created these things and then they then they're gonna be little dicks down there. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wipe them out with a flood. And I'm gonna save this one guy. But then a- after he saves the one guy, he's like, you know, you guys are always gonna be evil, so here's my new covenant. I won't do that shit again. <laughs> yeah, I mean he basically he God blessed Noah and his sons and told them to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth with people. Um, How are they supposed to fucking do that with so little people to start off with? Now, for any for any population, just so you guys know, for any population of animals, you need at least like fifty members in it to have the genetic diversity uh, enough to actually not devolve into fucking you know river deliverance people <laughs> well at least and they have to be they can't be related those 50 anim- those 50 animals cannot be related um so yeah i mean you this again same with the adam and eve deal you can't fucking make a you don't have the genetic diversity in order to create a land full of people you just don't they eventually not too far down the line they're going to be sterile that's just that's just how it works um and the same would happen with Noah. And just because he has sons and they have wives, um, that's still not enough. Nope. No. So God decides, for whatever fucking reason, to give them new dietary instructions. If you remember back to day one, mm-hmm. uh, we learned that the dietary instructions that basically what God gives man to eat is all the fruits of the soil. So plants. Man can eat plants. At this, until this time right now in Genesis chapter nine, verses three and four, men could only be vegetarians if they were following God's law they couldn't eat meat. But from here forward, he says, everything that lives and moves will be food for you. Just as I gave you the green plants, I now give you everything, but you must not eat meat that has its lifeblood still in it. So basically... Don't eat shit that's still alive. Or, or or at least bloody raw, I guess. Yeah, but medium rare steak is so delicious. You're going to hell if you do. Uh, I don't believe in hell. It's not a real thing. But it, it doesn't matter. You're still going to hell, so burn, burn, burn and joy. Okay. Okay, the next new rule that God gives is the law of life for life. In Genesis chapter 9, verses 5 through 7, he says, And for your lifeblood, I will surely demand an accounting. Then he repeats himself three or four times. And then he says, Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. So I think this is where Christians get the whole idea that the death penalty is okay. I think this is, if, if you kill somebody, we, you're, you're going to fucking die. Well, there's that, plus later on there's eye for an eye. Yes. Um, so, I mean, there's multiple instances of being okay with with killing a motherfucker. Yes, but this is the first. This is the first one where he says, "If someone takes a life, you may take their life." Yeah, because fuck them. <laughs> All right. So, 
Continuing on Genesis chapter 9, 8 through 11, God tells Noah and his sons, I now establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you and with every living creature that was with you, the birds, the livestock and all the wild animals. Every living creature on earth, I establish my covenant and never again will all life be cut off by the waters of a flood. And then he creates a rainbow as a sign of his covenant. And it's interesting because... So so you mean to tell me that rainbows, instead of being a product of light refracting off of raindrops in the sky and, and separating out in, into the different wavelengths... You mean to tell me instead of instead of that beautiful science, it's God's little reminder that he ties onto his fucking finger every day so that he, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm not supposed to kill them with the flood. Yeah, actually. And it's interesting because because in verses 12 through 17, he says, this is a sign of the covenant I am making between me, you and every living creature with you, a covenant for all generations to come. I have set a rainbow in the clouds and it will be the sign of the covenant between my uh, sorry, between me and the earth. Whenever I bring clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and all the living creatures of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. When the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all the living creatures and every kind on earth. So I, basically it is. It's the thing on his finger where he's like, oh, fuck, I brought the rain clouds and I tried to destroy the earth again. But I remember now that I see that fucking rainbow that I can't do this because I, I said I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I just I just see God sitting there getting all pissed off and like the rain clouds are starting to form and whatnot. But then a rainbow appears. And he's like, oh, fuck, I made that rule. God damn it. Can, <laughs> I'll just give him cancer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the story Noah and the flood anything left on Noah and the flood uh yeah, yeah um let's see uh there's the rainbow thing in the cloud um there there's the ridiculousness thing being on top of Arafat no I'm good you're good yeah I'm good okay you know there are satellite pictures of that of the ark on top of Mount Arafat wait what there are pictures of the ark yeah from satellites you know we use science to prove the bible Oh, well, now, hold on. Is this the same thing where it's actually just rock formations that just sort of look like a boat? Well, I mean, yeah. Oh, and that's your proof? Well, that's not my proof. That's their proof. Oh, oh, okay. I get what you're doing. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's stupid. Um, And it's also very much not proof. It's just natural rock formations. It's an alternative fact, John. Oh, fuck me. Goddamn these (laughs) alternative facts. Like, I I, I wish I was in high school because on a test, I would just write down random shit for math answers (laughs) and just just be, oh, this isn't wrong, teacher. This is called alternative math. Alternative. I like it. Alternative math. I can use that while I'm going to school for my engineering master's. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have one more section to go over. Just just saying out there, don't don't use alternative math for actual math homework. We will not be responsible for any math scores that are below any kind of passing grade. <laughs> Thank you for the small announcement. <laughs> you know, the lawyers, we got to make them happy. Um, okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about the human condition following... Uh, Noah. Okay, so Noah and his sons, they came out of the ark. We had Shem, Ham, and Jerry. Yeah? 
Jerry. Jerry. Gotta love Jerry. Jerry. When I think when I think of Jerry, I think of Jerry O'Connell, the the guy. Yeah, from, I know he is. Yeah. He was in Sliders. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And, uh, he was the second Quinn. Yeah. Wasn't he? Yeah, because yeah. he's the twin of the first Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So. <laughs> Anyway, I just think of somebody you want to you want to drink with, like you know you're so you're already at the bar and you're drinking, and one of your pals comes in, it's like Jerry, you know, <laughs> Jerry's here, Jerry, everybody, everybody get, get Jerry, everybody can get fucked now. <laughs> all right, all right, this is we we hard left. <laughs> let's let's get back on track a little bit. Okay, so we have Shem, Ham, and Jerry. Okay, Ham was the father of Canaan. Okay, so these were the three sons of Noah, and from them came the people who were scattered all over the earth. All right, so in Genesis chapter 9, verses 20 through 23, Ham is disrespectful of Noah. Okay, so Noah is a man of the soil. When he comes off of the ark, he plants a vineyard and, you know, wine, because that's... Why not? Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Basically, when he got off the ark, he turned into a housewife in their mid-40s. Well, yeah, but he was like, he was like 600 and some odd years old when he was 601. He was 601 when the Ark, when they left the Ark. Right. He still turned into a little bitch. Oh, oh, okay. Well, so anyway, he drank the wine. He got toasted and took off all his clothes for whatever fucking reason, because that's what you do when you're drunk, I guess. Tequila makes your clothes come off. I don't know. Apparently wine does the same thing for Noah. Um and ham <laughs> oh i just imagine him like wherever the fuck he is he's like take, he's like taking a swig he's like you know what fucking god look at this <laughs> takes off his pants he's like how the fuck can you make me save the entire human race and then give me this little dick <laughs> fuck you god and he starts humping the air and <laughs> you have a very active imagination i i like where i live <laughs> All right. So anyway, he's drunk, takes off all his clothes, ham, and he passes out. So he's passed out drunk, naked. All right. Ham sees him and apparently looks at him a little too long. And then he goes and he tells his brothers um, what he saw. And Shem and Jerry, they grab a garment and walk backwards. Shem tells Jerry, shield your eyes. And they walk backwards and cover Noah. Well, so uh, Shem and Jerry tell Noah that ham was looking at him while he was naked and noah fucking cursed ham yeah this is actually the curse of ham you know this is how the mormons explain where black people came from (laughs) and why black people need to get fucked wait why was ham black ham was black well yeah well i mean the curse of ham when he cursed ham he turned dark he turned into a darkie oh okay and also the whole servant (laughs) kind of like cain yeah yeah I mean, you, you got to have black people because, I mean, he wiped everybody off the earth. So now he's got to figure out a way to have black people again. When we're done with this, we got to do some shit about Mormonism. We do. Because <laughs> that it is actually super interesting. It's super crazy and, and completely absurd. But it's really interesting. We're doing that next. Okay, we'll do that next. I mean, this is going to take a while, but we'll do that next. Anyway, so he curses Ham and all of his descendants. And his, he said, and you remember just a few minutes ago, I said Canaan is Ham's son so he says cursed be canaan the lowest of the slaves will he be to his brothers he also said blessed be the lord of god of shem may canaan be the slave of slave of shem may god extend the territory of jerry may jerry live in the tents of shem and may canaan be his slave 
one. I know we're using Jerry. It's Chapeth, right? Jeff, Chapeth. Jerry, it's Jerry. Jerry. It's just so funny. It's like Jerry, Jerry, you're gonna get all this shit over here, and and then uh, what the fuck ever your face Shem. is, Shem, you're getting that over there. <clears throat> Ham, you're just fucked. <laughs> my my daddy calls it Scarfacing. When people get taken out of the will, that's what that's called. And so that's what he did. That's what Noah did to Ham because Ham saw him naked. I feel like it's Noah's fault because his ass got fucking drunk and passed out naked. Yeah, but I mean, Noah woke up and he's like, Ham, why don't you cover your daddy up? (laughs) Why don't you do that? You're fucking cursed for shit, okay? You're a servant now. You just go go serve your brothers, whatever that may mean. All right, so at the end of Genesis chapter 9, Noah dies. After the flood, Noah lived 350 years. Altogether, Noah lived 950 years, and then he died. Good God damn. <laughs> I just, I mean, I mean, that was one healthy fuck there. You know, 600 years old, and then he lived for another 350 years after the whole ordeal. Imagine how long he would have lived if he hadn't been a damn lush. <laughs> So that's all. That's all we've got for uh, day three. Coming up on the next episode, we have the dispersion of the human family. So you've got basically how Earth gets repopulated and all of the other um, building cities and all of that stuff. You've got the beginning of nations. Oh, nations. Yes, the beginning of nations. And then you have the descendants from Shem to Abram. And if you don't know, Abram is come to be known as abraham so abram and abraham same deal um and then we'll have a little bit at the end about job the righteous sufferer all right job where god fucks him over really really good and then blames the devil for fun like for fucking fun just to see how much he can take yeah no he's just like hey 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 satan i know i kicked your ass out but let's have a bet (laughs) huh you can do whatever the fuck you want to this guy over here he's still gonna believe in me how much you want to bet Mm, ten souls. <laughs> <laughs> We're betting with souls. Do you know they do that on Supernatural? They gamble with souls. Oh, yeah. They do. I love that show. If you haven't seen Supernatural, you should really check it out. There's a lot of good Bible learning in that show. There is. It's true. I just realized I spent pretty much the entire podcast this time sounding either drunk or extremely Southern. Or incredibly smart. For the beginning there, for a little bit there, when you were doing the math stuff, yeah, you sounded kind of smart. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, we uh, really do appreciate you guys joining <laughs> us today. Uh, if you will, go down below, visit all of our links for Facebook, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, where, where, wherever. We're working on getting this podcast in various distribution uh, places. Yeah, we're trying to do the iTunes thing, see how that works out. Yeah, we recently just uh, had our stuff submitted to Pocket Cast, so uh, that'll be linked as well down below. Yeah, so it was good talking with y'all. Don't forget to leave those comments down there so that we can not only make that video in a month, but also uh, so that we can converse with you guys. Because we really like talking about this stuff. And don't forget to stand up and use your voice. See y'all later. Bye.